Let's talk about microdosing. You know that feeling when your body and mind are really at peace, like after a workout or a nice long shower, where you've relaxed, you're focused, and a little energized? It feels just right, like you're in the zone. Well, microdose can help you not only get into that zone easier, but stay there longer. Microdose gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. I absolutely love how helpful these gummies are. For me, half a microdose gummy during the day helps me really stay centered and really fresh as I get everything done on my list. And they really help me relax in the evenings as well and just be present and in the moment instead of worrying about things from the day or what I have to do tomorrow. Get 30% off your first order plus free shipping today at microdose.com, promo code MinaAF. It's available nationwide. That's microdose.com, promo code MinaAF for 30% off and free shipping. Microdose.com, promo code MinaAF. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Mina Starziak-Hawk, and this is Mina AF, where I answer all of your questions and you can ask me anything. Can we talk about money? Can you still breastfeed with implants? You're both boss moms, and I'd love to know the story of how you met. Literally anything any of you want to hear. Listen as we build a community and get to know each other better. I'm Mina Starziak-Hawk, and this is Mina AF. Today, I am joined by Kate Menig and Leisha Haley, hosts of The Pants Podcast and stars of The L Word. I've listened to your guys' podcast uh, for a few weeks now because we'd been talking about this, but went down the rabbit hole, both of you, and <laughs> most recently watched the YouTube video of you making your raised beds at Leisha's oh, house. Oh, no. <laughs> that was- and I love it. It's a, the nice little Spindrift commercial. Yeah. and We actually ended up getting Spindrift. We did. We got minute. so much spin drift nice. that um, there was no more places to house. It was short-lived, yeah. but yeah, we got a lot of boxes. <laughs> And that was during the pandemic. <laughs> it was so good. We were like in a little pandemic pod. So mm-hmm. it made sense to, why not build a raised bed today? Yeah, there wasn't much else to do. And I love that you started with the post-productive work, like complain sesh. Yes. Because yeah. that's how we start every morning here. It's usually about the previous day, but it's like, man, I'm sore and this sucked. And then you do the thing. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it was so good. First of all, huge fan of your show, Good Bones. Thank you. I've been watching your show religiously for years. It's like my safe place. Oh my God. I love that. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. How's your mom? She is, she's good. She's retired. She's um, retired. She's really like me, but okay. she's good. <laughs> does, so does she ever over, she doesn't help oversee or make decisions anymore. She's just like, no. Nina, you go crazy. Yeah. So, um, I mean, when we started, but like, way pre-show in 2009, uh, she was still practicing and I was waiting. She's an attorney and I was waiting tables. So I ended up like kind of overseeing things a little bit more. Um, so from the beginning, I was kind of the like construction manager. Um, and then since the show, it went a little bit more like even Steven, but then she retired a few years ago because she was wanting to slow down. And I'm like, oh, I want to build an empire. <laughs> and. <laughs> 
she had <laughs> wanted to retire a few times and had thrown out like the, the retirement buyout number. And eventually I was like, okay, let's do it. You retire. I'll do this. You can come in and do the things that you think are fun. So she comes in and does like landscaping and she'll build a water feature or, you know, make make a like a kooky craft. But then she bounces and goes to California to visit my brother or, you know, she does what she wants, which is which is nice because she's not good at rules. This is going to be us, Kate. A hundred percent. That's great. I'm going to want to retire because I'm a little bit older than you. Now, you'll probably be like, yeah, me too. <laughs> I want to peace you're not going to be like I want. Well. Yeah, you're not going to be like. Let me yeah. build an empire. And all the uh, digging I was doing about you guys, I sure I read it, but I don't know. I don't remember how old either of you are. I'm th- I'm 39 this year. Oh, you're wow. about to be 40. I'm 45. I'm like I'm like a little over 10 years older. Lisa won't give the exact age. She's being. I'm coy. 51. I'm 50. There we go. Okay. Well, still both fabulous. So um, it is what it is, right? I'm super excited. And there was. <laughs> Of, like I said, of all like the typed notes, I have a bunch of handwritten <laughs> ones that I think are honestly way more entertaining after listening to some. I'm like, we got to talk about butter and peanut butter and jelly. We got to talk about moving all the concrete blocks, all those things. Um, but I did feel very like kindred to Alicia because I would live on peanut butter and jelly all yes. day. Yes. But the bread really is just the vessel to get the peanut butter and jelly. Thank in you there. so much. It's like this, it's like almost like a chip is. It's like a scooper to the yes. thing you want to eat. Yeah. You yep, you definitely have to have that. But the butter I'd never tried. And now I need to try buttered peanut butter and jelly. It's it a sounds game like. changer. Yeah. Okay. You'll enjoy it a lot and get I'm back very to excited. me. Have you ever had I particularly like strawberry Pop Tarts, but a toasted Pop Tart with butter on it? No. No. Oh my gosh. It's so Why good do you do that? You just just I don't know because why not put more butter on something already bad for you? I think it was someone, one of my girlfriends in college or something. She like lived out of a fry daddy, super skinny, big boobs, long legs, lived off this fry daddy. She would fry like corn dogs and French fries and just ate like absolute crap. And she would put butter on her Pop Tarts. How do you live on so a fry daddy is just like a little personal fry machine? It's a personal deep fryer, pretty much. Yes. Wow. Yep. A fry daddy. Yeah, that, I think that's a brand, probably. Fry daddy, you're welcome to come sponsor Mina AF. Um, <laughs> <laughs> An air fryer. Air fryers are the thing now. Oh yes, they are. We have one um, that I bought when it was all the rage, and we rarely use it. I'm not on Instagram these days. Uh, I'm usually on it to research something and. I came across a video of this guy who was making healthy McDonald's apple pies with an air fryer. And I copied the recipe and I did it it just like he did. And it was so good. When did you do this? I did it when you were away. She's like, why did I not get one? I know. This sounds like something I would have heard about. I'll make it for you when I get back uh, next week. But it was so good. Are they like little pocket ones? Like pocket sized? They're like normal size, but he's a nutritionalist. So he says healthy McDonald's apple pie versions and he'll walk you through the steps. And it's quite easy and it's a good payoff. Okay. I'm going to have to Google that and try it. I'm a sucker for sweets. I love everything sweet. Yeah, I recommend. Okay. So like I, I'm going to probably jump all over the place, but um, I want to talk about like rewind a little bit how you guys kind of first met how your friendship love story has unfolded. And you probably have a little bit more freedom to talk about stuff now, but 
you're in fun employment phase and how that's yes. doing. I want to mm -hmm. know how the working out is going, <laughs> all these things. Well, okay. Kate and I met over 20 years ago and we were both auditioning for The L Word. Ended up getting parts on the show, different parts. We actually auditioned for the same role. Ended up getting, of course, two different roles. And then had a, a life experience that kind of I would say changed and shaped both of our lives for about seven years. And took over our lives as well. Yeah. Because the show kept, you know, it was it had six seasons and we lived in Vancouver together and it was, you know, a hit show and it was just a really fun time in both of our lives. And then it went off the air and about five years ago, Kate, am I right? Uh, I don't, what, what, what are you getting at? Well, they, they uh, Showtime <laughs> decided to reboot it. So yeah, we were about both, five years uh, ago after like a 10 year break, finding ourselves playing the same roles that we had played in our thirties. Which is so cool. Well, it's kind of funny because usually you, you make, you'll make friends on a project and you think you'll be friends when, when you finish and it never happens. And this stuck between Leash and I. Yeah. For, since 2002. Wow. Like that's how far back it was. And, mm -hmm. and, and it's a rarity in this town, really. And, and um, I think it just stems from the fact that we have a very similar sensibility, although we're very different. Yeah. We're sort of the same. We have similar interests. I would say we have a, a, like a different way of getting there, but we, we like a lot of the same things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So how did you guys both like, get into acting to begin with? Like I know... Uh, Kate, your mom was Broadway? Yeah, Broadway dancer. And you just saw the industry and you're like, that, that's what I love. <laughs> I was just raised around a bunch of artists my whole life. My whole yeah. family's involved in it in some form or another. And I didn't know if I'd be interested really because I, I had extreme stage fright as a kid. Oh. And then I wound up being in a production of children's theater and I, and I got the bite and I grew up watching movies and I realized I'm really bad at school. <laughs> and I don't enjoy it. And I'm going to fail out of high school. Um, so I, and I don't want to go to a four-year college. I want to try just focusing on something I know I enjoy. Mm -hmm. And oddly enough, Leisha and I actually went to the same drama school as well, just years apart because oh uh, she's a bit older. And then I got lucky, really. I just, I, I got a job pretty quickly and, and here we are. The rest is history. Yeah, pretty much. I was opposite. I was like, who wants to watch me do anything? I feel like that's both of my children right now. Oh my God, my poor mother. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all have different stressors, some big, some small, that we carry around and that really weigh us down. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to have a negative effect on us. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever it is that's weighing you down. For me, therapy has been so helpful, really learning those positive coping skills and to be the best version of myself. I know myself better and how to set the right boundaries that really work for me. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, then give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, and it's entirely online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MinaAF today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MinaAF. Yeah, I just was like, give me a stage. Let me live in it, on it. 
whatever. It was, yeah. So I've been doing, I've been doing like, like Kate said, like community theater when I was a kid and then moved to New York eventually to study acting and it's all I ever wanted to do. And was the original L word like both kind of for both of you, like the big first thing that, and then it was, it was around for several seasons. Yeah. It was certainly the thing that got, for me at least, got the most, uh, I suppose, attention. Yeah. And longevity. For sure. Yeah. I had been doing music for years. I had a band and then was in like an indie film. But I never pursued acting after I finished school. I pursued okay. music. So Yeah, I do remember you guys saying that uh you neither of you really have had to audition for anything much. So yeah. are you are you doing that now or are you just like, we're just gonna hang out for a bit, see if anything happens? Yeah. Well, we're we're about to. I think the writers, uh, the writers, WGA is about to go on strike. I think in about a week or ten days, and oh. then there's rumor that our union's going to strike, and then there's another rumor that the Directors Guild is going to strike. So uh, right now, it's kind of quiet. <laughs> what's going on? What are the demands? Like, what's happening in the industry? Money, just oh, money deep. residuals. Yeah. It's deep. Yeah. It's, it's it's that's a rabbit hole of stuff. But things are kind of quiet. My only experience with any of that, which was, and it was earlier on, because I've been renovating houses. Like, you know, I went to college, graduated, bought a house, renovating houses, did not ever plan to like be on TV in any form. My family's batshit crazy. So everyone would always say like, you should have your own show. Um, so, so we kind of ended up with this, um, you know, by happenstance. But when I was working on another like bigger thing, the set got flipped from non-union to union like four days in I was like what is happening like just go (laughs) hang out in the trailer and wait and I'm like I don't know I've never experienced this but I don't think it's going to be solved today and if you have us all go sit in our trailer all day we're going to lose our minds so I convinced them to shuttle us all to like a Mexican restaurant down the street and we just (laughs) Drank queso and margaritas. That sounds great. And it took, it took a solid like 24, 36 hours for them to rejig or whatever they had to do. Oh, but my God. I wish you were in our cast. That's really I know. That, so we would have had girl. fun. <laughs> it, was, it was fun. But Let's just th- leave, some of the other people I was with were more like established people. And by established, I mean, you know, we're much more jaded and weren't going to deal with any of this. And so the way I proposed it, I was like, look, you can leave us sitting in that trailer and everyone's going to get more mad and more mad and more mad every time you come in and say, just a little longer. Or you don't want any of us to drive. I get it. Shuttle us down the road. We'll all be super happy when you come back and get us. It'll be great. Oh, my God. I'm worshiping you. <laughs> you, uh, you you created a revolution. That's really smart. I did. We call it the Great Margarita Riot of, I don't remember <laughs> the year now, but that's what it's referred to as. <laughs> Uh, and only one girl didn't come with us because she was such a hard worker. She's like, I don't care where I am. I'm going to be working. I wonder if she regrets it. I don't know. Well, she wasn't there, so she doesn't know what she missed. She doesn't. She has no idea what she missed. She saw the smiles when he came back. She's Yes. Like- <laughs> it was quite fun. She probably had FOMO. So when did you guys start doing um, Pants Podcast? Was it after the first chunk of L Word or when did you guys start up and why? Pandemic. It was... May of 2020, I think, wasn't it? Well, that's the reason we actually did the work to get it done. But we had been talking about it Mm -hmm. for about a year. Um, We were thinking about doing an L Word uh, centric podcast, but we talked to a lot of production companies and it was very expensive to do. And we just couldn't figure out how, how to start that. So actually, we ended up doing it with an old castmate of ours in the pandemic 
Rachel Shelley. She was producing it out of London. Oh. Yeah. And we just kind of, we kind of just decided like to try it. And then eventually we, with this platform we were on, it was doing well kind of right off the bat. We thought we were only going to do eight of them and now we're over two years deep. Yeah. It really stemmed from us not having anything else to do. So we had the time. Yeah. I feel like during the pandemic, so much was figured out with being able to do things and not actually having to touch or be around any other human. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It made you a creative in a different way. Yeah. And also we need that as artists. You have to find an outlet around every corner. So what's behind the name? Pants. Yeah. We, uh, We had a cast member on our show, Mia Kirshner, and we were all, it was a very tight knit cast and, uh, Leisha and I found each other very early, like immediately when we were shooting the show and Mia would always see the two of us together on set or in the trailers or going out. And she'd look at us and say, you're like pants. You can't have one leg without the other. Oh, (laughs) that's so cute. And it was so funny and random. And we never, and she'd look at us sometimes and she'd say, look, pants. And this is like, (laughs) 12 years ago. And it's just such stuck. a loving way. Pants. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I hope so. <laughs> I mean, maybe a little sting. But. <laughs> yeah, I think a little sting was involved. Of course, no. So you've been doing the podcast. You did, you know, the, the first chunk of the L word. Um, and then coming back for the reboot, which went three seasons. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And listening to you guys talk about it, TV's just ruined for me after being in it on, on one level. On one hand, I'm like, I really appreciate the amount of camera work it took to get that shot on whatever thing, the guy riding on the motorcycle. I'm like, that probably was 12 different shots. But on the other hand, you just know a lot of like how they can mess with things. Editing, I guess more in like reality TV and whatnot. (laughs) But listening to you guys talk about the episode about fun employment, I feel like you do a lovely job. So kudos to you of dancing around what is probably some angst about how you would have done things if you had more of control over like the reboot. Yeah, that was a real lesson in restraint. Yeah. It's funny It's funny you picked up on that because we were proud of ourselves when we finished recording. We said, You're like, I think we, we didn't say anything nasty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were like, we, we kept things PC. It's not our style anyway. Yeah. Um, to to be nasty like that. I mean, sure, we're, we're friends and when we get on the, the phone you know, it's our private time. Yes. Yeah. But I think as far as like, here, here's where I think it all kind of stems from. It's like, we, we respect the show, right? In general, the brand of the show, the L word, the like, the legacy of it, what Eileen built, Eileen's the original creator, what all the cast members like old and new have put their, you know, heart and soul into like, you know, creating this, this like, fantasy world around the queer culture like it's it's something we all care about so I think in the end that's like what you have to always bow down to is like no matter like the good times and the bad times or the things you disagreed with or um the way you wish things have would have turned out I think what really matters is um respecting like the entirety right the entirety Mm -hmm. of the show we also didn't want to regret anything either yeah Yeah. we don't want to have the (laughs) The regrets the next day and think, shit, I should have maybe edited that portion out. Oh, yeah, I have a lot of those. Warmer, sunnier days are calling, and you can fuel up for them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. 
Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. What are you waiting for? With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. With delicious options from breakfast to dessert, you can stay fueled all day long with easy and nutritious options. Plus, with premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon, Factor meals are a real treat. I love the convenience and the variation of Factor's different meal preferences. Whether it's managing calories, maximizing protein, or avoiding meat, crush your goals this May with Factor. Head to factormeals.com slash MinaAF50 and use code MinaAF50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code MinaAF50 at factormeals.com slash MinaAF50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. When you guys were filming um, like in the heyday of L Word, how was it? Was it full time? Was it five days a week? Was it three months on, a month off? Like, how did that look like for you guys? It was six months. We always started, it was clockwork. We would always start in May and go until October, sometimes November. Mm-hmm. And it was around the clock for six months, five days a week, nonstop. Did you like try to find other work or did you take that other six months and you guys just kind of chilled? I personally kick myself a little bit. Uh, I missed out on some opportunities that would have been great, but I was so tired and I just wanted to relax and hang out or do whatever it was that I was doing at the time where I Mm -hmm. said no. I worked a bit on my off time and other times not so much, but there was a beauty in knowing, oh, but at least we have another season to go back to in five months. So if this is a little holiday for a few for, for during this hiatus, it's okay because we're going to be back yeah. at it soon. And I started another band at I think 2007, and so in the off time I'd tour and write and you know record records. It's a weird, tough dynamic that I think is hard for people not familiar with it to get. Because so we started filming in 2014, had the pilot, um, and since season three, every single one has overlapped. So there's not. There's literally never been a break. And it's this amazing opportunity where I'm like, okay, now I have a platform. So I have to like take as much advantage of this as I can and do Mm -hmm. all the things and say all the things and accept all the things and then realize I'm a shell of a human. Um, So I start a podcast. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah. But my kids are two and a half and four and a half now. And so – we have this opportunity to kind of like do a reset before, you know, anything happens moving forward. And honestly, I don't even know what my business is, like what I do when everything is done filming at this point because I've been doing like it. Like you mean what you actually love to do? Yeah. Like and something that inspires you? Yeah. And yeah. I've been talking about it a lot for the last year because I don't know what it is. I think it's a runaway train at some point where you, your identity gets wrapped up in your project. Yeah. And yeah. so you kind of forget, like, you're in your quiet moments, what you really like to do. Yeah. I do have a question about um, between the two of you, as well as with your significant others, how have you guys, if there have been things that come up, because I know for my husband and I, like, 
He's he's smoking hot. He's really talented. You know, whatever. He's got a great butt. Um, <laughs> but and when we're out to dinner or breakfast or brunch or whatever, people will come up and and want to talk to me and want a picture of me. And sometimes they want one of him too. So managing those different dynamics and you know, I think for me and and my people like things creep up and then it's like that's dumb yeah no and so it's it's never for me personally turned into something like bigger than it should be but there's definitely those conversations and those moments so if you guys had those with each other with your people you know if there were any underlying things like silly stuff like that no I honestly like if I were to compare my life to anyone else that I'd be a sad person like it's I think we're just like I think that's a huge lesson also to learn as you get older too is that to put compare yourself to someone else it's a that's a deadly road it's it's destructive. Yeah. It's really destructive. Yeah. And Kate and I were very aware that we have different um, fans, you know, people that admire us for different reasons. And, you know, even the, like when we would do conventions for the L Word, you, there would be a line to do autographs, you know, for people that wanted my signature and then Kate's. And you could tell like all my people had, were like rainbow colored. Like I had like all the unicorns in my <laughs> line and Kate had like cool girls. Like, it's just like, you know, we have, I don't know why people like us yeah. to begin with, but, um, there's, but no, we've even had things where I'll take a picture for Kate and a fan. They'll be like, here, will you take it? Like we have that. Yeah. You were asking about our people. Well, yeah. Whether there was any with you guys, with each other or with your people, because there are moments where my husband is frustrated, not because like he doesn't feel important because someone else wanted to take a picture with me, but it's just, you know, when it happens right, 10 times in a row and we're out somewhere, we're having a date or, you know, whatever it is. Right, right, right. So yeah, I guess kind of like that dynamic. In the past, I've been with people who would get r- r- really frustrated when that would Same. happen. And it always turned me off because it made me embarrassed and it made the person coming up embarrassed and made them feel even more nervous because it's a nerve wracking thing to go up to someone and say, can I have an autograph? Can I have a picture? Well, autographs are old school now. They just want, they just want selfies. I, and that always was a red flag to me. And thankfully who I'm married to zero cares. No, that's number one. Goodbye. Yeah. I just, I just, you can't, you can't be rude to someone who, who's having the courage to come up and say, oh my God, can I, can I have a picture or I mean, yeah, it's weird if like you're out to dinner and like you said, to read the room, like I get it, but that happens infrequently. I'm just thinking just generally speaking. Yeah. I've been with people like that too, that didn't have a great time through moments like that, but no, my girlfriend now, no way. I think the bigger thing actually, what you hope that won't be cause a problem is when you have love scenes to do and you're leaving for work that day and you have a love scene and when your partner is supportive of you. And says, you know, good luck, honey, today. Don't get pregnant. That sort of thing. <laughs> At least that's what Anna says to me every time I would go, yeah. leave to go shoot a love scene. She's like, bye, hon. Have a great day. Don't get pregnant. That's so funny. Yeah, you have to have a d- an understanding about what we all do for work. Yeah. And also like a level of confidence, not only within themselves, but within the relationship to know that's not a threat by any means. And yeah, it really is just a job. It's a funny job, yeah. but it's a job. <laughs> Luckily, um, I just renovate houses. So that's. Yeah. yeah. Well, you never know. You never know. So far, <laughs> I accidentally sent a, a booby pic to a PA who was taking my lunch order and said it to my husband. 
But I had just gotten, I had gotten new ones, and my husband was like, I need to see you. It's been a week. So that was, that went awry. And we had, like, just had sexual harassment training and whatnot. Right. <laughs> HR is getting calls already. I mean, and seriously. Like, Guys, can you at least give it a full seven days? The thing that's so dumb about it, though, is, it, first of all, I'm not a big, I'm not a big fan of sending those kind of pictures, because I feel like no matter how long, you, like, I, just things happen, and then they get out there. Yeah. So I never include my face. But I like, you know, pulled my shirt down and it was just like right here. But then I have my like custom made wedding band on. <laughs> dead, dead giveaway. <laughs> but uh, yes, that happened. Um, I want to talk about, <laughs> Leisha, I'm sorry yeah. for a moment. What? I was obsessed with Ray Donovan. Mm. I just want to hear about the, like the experience filming that. Because obviously very different from the L word and just a very intense show um and i wish it had gone on so much longer we were like fully invested but what was what was that like did you enjoy that what was it like you thought the sh you thought ray was a little different than the l word i could i could completely see the parallels <laughs> it was it was so good it was um look it was a it was a high caliber show with high caliber people from day one and and uh, i loved i love a good anti-hero story um, and that's what, that's what grabbed my attention at first. But really for me personally, what was fun was to walk in every week and to see which amazing actor was coming on to do a spot. And sometimes it was Susan Sarandon or it was, um, Anne Margaret or it was, uh, C. Thomas Howell or Alan Alda. Like there was such an amazing group of actors that were coming through the doors on that show. And, and that was exciting to work with them and, and, and see how they, go about their their business it was it was a show of no bullshit with a lot of strong personalities and i do very well in those environments and i really appreciated that where did that fall into like timeline wise with the original l word the re like i can't i can't figure that out in my head i left ray in the second to the last season to go back to do the reboot of the l okay word. okay because the show moved the to new york yeah, gotcha. the year before the show had moved to New York, we always shot in L.A. and Liev really wanted to shoot in New York and he got his wish eventually. Oh. We were shooting in New York and it was really hard because I was not a because I it was really hard to to commute. So when the L word got picked up. Thankfully, it was within the same network, so I didn't have to do a whole lot of negotiating. Oh, yeah. I just had to get out of Ray and go. Yeah, figure out how to. and shoot the L okay. You got to tell your story about when you left Ray Donovan on an airplane and then you entered the L word. Oh, right. So my last That's scene my on Ray was, I was, <laughs> my character was going back to LA. She was quitting and going back to LA. So my last shot was walking into uh, JFK in New York to fly back home. And oddly enough, and this, this is unrelated because these two productions did not know one another at all. Oddly, my first moment landing in a, in the pilot of the reboot was my character, totally different character, getting off the plane. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love it. Into LA. Yeah. It was meant to be, even the president of Showtime didn't realize that until I brought it up to him. And he said, oh, that's right. It did was like that, wasn't it? <laughs> so the reason um, we have the dog we have is because of the, uh, the episode of Ray Donovan where the, his wife like finds a stray under the highway while she's driving. It's a giant white. It looks like it looks like a pit bull. And I've been trying to convince my husband 
I grew up with big dogs. I had Great Danes. I wanted a Great Dane. He's like, I don't want a horse. We were watching that episode. And he was like, that dog's badass. I would get that. I was like, that's not a stray. That's a purebred Dogo Argentino. And I will have that at our house tomorrow. <laughs> and uh, they're just they're just thick horses. But yes. So anytime, like after we got him, I'm like, did you see Ray Donovan? It's the dog from that. That was a great dog. I met that dog. It was a great dog. Oh my gosh. Great they were dog. the best dogs. Yeah. They were like bred to take down boar in Argentina. They're wow. giant. Wow. Um, yeah. He was a big boy, yes. if I remember. That was a big so that's boy. My Ray Donovan connection. Yep. Yep. I'm so glad you liked the show. Oh my God. I loved it so much. I loved it. Um, my husband and I did both. And it was, you know, earlier on uh, when we were watching a lot more before we had kids. So mm. right, right, right. Megan, you popped on. Yeah, I just have a quick question. Um, I was just wondering what it was like for the pair of you to come back all of this time later to do the L word and how or if the queer landscape has changed at all and what it was like getting to do the show with a whole new audience in mind. Leash? Well, I mean, every- <laughs> Kate, you're so funny. um well so much had changed like in the gay community since it was off the air which was one of the major reasons we wanted to bring the show back um I mean like gay marriage was legalized like just that in general but we just felt like so much had changed Jennifer Kate Eileen and myself got together a lot to talk about how to reboot the show and it took it took a lot of years um so finally when that when Showtime decided to pick it back up, you know, Eileen had a different deal in place already, so she couldn't come back as the showrunner. So, um, and also she wanted someone like who was younger, who had, you know, kind of their finger on the pulse of like younger queers to run the show. So they went on a search to find someone and um, Showtime ended up picking the showrunner they did. And that was her interpretation of what's going on today. But if there's one thing I think you and I learned, and that was just in real life, you know, based on the, some of the younger uh, cast members that we worked with was that uh, vocabulary has changed. You're like drinking a bucket of water. That's like a bathtub. It's like, it's, it's like a trough. Yeah. It's a giant Yeti that my, so my husband is like a nutritionist and a trainer and all these things. And uh, I, live on, I would live on peanut butter and jelly and Diet Coke. So he's really trying to not have me die at 40. (laughs) So this is electrolyte water and I have to drink at least one of these a day. Wow. I mean, that's like a galvanized, it's like a cowboy tub of water. What are the rubber stoppers around it? What's that about? So it doesn't break your foot when it falls off the table. So this is, it's it's the Yeti brand, which legit is. We, We all love Yeti. We're lesbians. We love Yeti. (laughs) <laughs> but this thing's so big, my hand barely fits around it. So this woman makes these things that- Oh, it's like, a handle. It, it's really hard to get on, but it's a handle. I mean, that's butch. Wow. That's real butch, I have to say. Yeah, real super. Seriously. Except I think it's crocheted, the handle. Mm. Yeah, it, it's like this stretchy rubber stuff that's kind of crocheted. Wow. Is it you dishwasher safe? give us the link. I've never washed it. <laughs> but you're going to die of a bacteria. Megan also, don't act surprised. Megan knows I'm a complete dirtball. I think I would be a very good lesbian because I just don't like, I'm not a girly girl. I think it would, I think Look, you work with power just, tools and, yeah. and you like getting in the dirt. Well, Kate said you, that lesbians love you. Yeah. You know that like lesbians was, love you, yeah. right? You're yeah. lesbian loved. You are. 
You know, we don't love everybody, so it's a huge compliment. It's true. We're very picky. <laughs> We're very selective. I appreciate it. Well, I try not to care what people think. I really do want everyone to like me. So, you know. <laughs> well, you want the gays it to means like a lot. you. want the gays to like you. Yeah. I mean, come on. I do. We yeah. Are the best. I don't care about a lot of a lot of the dudes in my industry. I don't care if they like me. <laughs> and I have to look up that apple pocket recipe cuz I'm going to do that. <laughs> Listen, your husband's a nutritionalist and the guy who created it was a nutritionist. Nutritionist. Yeah. Not nutritionalist. Nutritionalist. Did yeah. I add an no, extra no, no, I'm going to tell him it's the healthy version. It's the healthy version. It's under 100 calories if he's so if he's very concerned and it's, he kind he's not so much worried about calories. He's more worried about like the nutrition and he kindly asked that I stop posting Instagram videos of myself eating Taco Bell. So there goes half my content. I want you to try this McDonald's apple pie. I'm telling you okay. it's fantastic and it has like okay. four ingredients to it. You'll have it done okay. in 10 minutes. Well, thank you both so, so much. This was super fun. Thank you for taking the time. It's been a blast. Uh, hopefully we can chat again too. Um, thank you guys all for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday. <laughs>